0: Welcome to the Blue Line Report. I'm your host, Jack Bailey, and today we talk to the voice of EA Sports' NHL 21, Sportsnet 650's very own, James Sabolski. Hey, James.
1: What's up, Jack? How are you, man? I'm good. Yourself? I'm all right. Why the Blue Line Report? Are you a defenseman?
0: I am not a defenseman. I'm a forward. But, you know, we were were brainstorming ideas, so we came up with this. Wait, wait, wait.
1: You're a forward and you're giving love to the Blue Line?
0: Exactly, yeah.
1: What do you play center or are you on the wing?
0: I'm a wing, wing guy.
1: So I'm not fast enough
0: to play center.
1: (laughs) Oh, is that how it is? I was a right winger growing up. And then I, I kind of moved to the middle. I was okay on face offs, but I was, I had terrible hands. Like I was, I would totally be, I would totally be a bottom six player for sure.
0: Yes, definitely the same. Uh, yeah, basically I go in (laughs) front of the net.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Park your butt and go. Exactly. Nice. There's, there's room for those players.
0: Exactly, you know the NHL. Yeah,
1: oh, I wasn't. I wasn't good enough for that. I don't. I wasn't no, good I enough don't. for junior, life, but I liked it.
0: So this is pretty cool because, as a kid who has played the NHL video games, I hear your voice almost every time I play this game. So it's really cool to talk to you.
1: So you're sick of me?
0: No, I'm a little sick of the Snoop Dogg interviews. Not gonna lie, I'm a little sick uh... of.
1: You weren't the only one, I think, who got a little tired of Snoop. I <laughs> did maybe hear about that on social media. But I will say this. In the two days that I went down to Los Angeles and spent in Snoop Dogg's studio at the time, and it was all fresh stuff at the time, it seemed like the cool one of the coolest things I had ever done. Oh, yeah. For like cool. the
0: first two months, this was like the coolest thing ever. <laughs> yes, but little, then you I heard
1: all the bad. answers, and then you were done.
0: Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
1: I don't think you're the only one
0: splits the defense <laughs> 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 all right so uh, let's get into some questions uh, okay
1: but, but hold on hold on if we're yes. gonna do this interview you say you play the game right I, yes okay so you, how how much do you think you've played the game like uh like a lot a little or not really? a, a lot <laughs> okay all right here's yeah, my one question okay all if this interview is going to continue you have to answer this one question okay
0: All right, let's hear it. All
1: right. What's the name of the referee?
0: Of the referee?
1: What's the referee's name in the video game?
0: Does the referee have a name in the video game?
1: If you've heard Snoop talk a million times, you've probably heard the referee's name. Does your producer, Nathan, play the game?
0: Nathan does not play the game. Okay. The referee. The referee has a name? The referee has a name. Oh my god!
1: You don't the ref- know the answer.
0: I don't know the answer.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I can keep doing this interview.
0: What's the referee's name?
1: You're just lucky I'm in a good mood. <laughs> His name is Gilles Levesque. Gilles Levesque. 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 Yeah.
0: I don't think I've ever heard that.
1: Oh. Well, you got to really? play the game more. Apparently.
0: <laughs> I guess not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. Well, okay, well, let's keep going. I'll stop asking questions. Okay. Jill
0: Levesque. I i know hockey analyst in all the franchise modes. Mm-hmm. Just the just the one guy who like just talks hockey analyst. It's just his name. Really? Jill Levesque. All right. Some trivia you know. question for you. There you go. EA Sports NHL 21 trivia. Uh so let's get into the interview. Uh okay. so how'd you get your start in media?
1: Well, I, uh, I grew up in Ottawa originally, and I guess I kind of likened it to I finally figured out I think I was a lousy athlete and loved sports and loved to talk. And thought, boy, what a cool way of doing both. And um, I just kind of felt like I knew at a young age this is what I wanted to do and where I wanted to go. And uh, so I... Went i volunteered in community television for years at rogers community television in ottawa yep and then i went to algonquin and i took the radio broadcasting program there and along the way um just continued to volunteer at rogers and landed a job at uh, a classic rock station in ottawa called shay 106 and yep. i worked there for a few years and worked in the newsroom there and along the way continued to do community television and i hosted a a show uh, which was basically a weekly ottawa senators magazine type show called overtime and i co-hosted that with uh, a very talented uh, uh, young lady uh, patricia bowl who is a news anchor now in ottawa uh, cjoh in ottawa and patricia and i worked together for a while there and then uh at the same time i would continue to do um any opportunity I had a chance to, I don't want to say perform, but to try to get my reps. Um, I did at, at, at Rogers. And so, you know, I called lacrosse games. I called ringette games. And I mean, I, I called like eight hours one day of ringette for the, the national wow. championships <laughs> one year. Yeah. Yeah. Like a lot of ringette. I watched a lot of ringette my sister played when, when she was younger. So she'd have to watch my hockey games and I'd go and watch her um watch her ringette games and um so I called ringette I called uh volleyball I called basketball I called minor hockey games um and I called a karate tournament um I did you know football uh touch football and just anything I could do to get my reps. And along the way, while I was in school at Algonquin, um, we had a chance to uh, broadcast Ottawa 67s games. So I did play-by-play for the Ottawa 67s for a little while as well. And um, was able to, after a few years, I, I jumped over to CFRA radio. And, you know, that was the radio station that my parents had on in our house and my grandparents listened to. So that was, that was kind of like, Oh my God. Like, I really enjoyed my time at Shea, but like when I walked into the door at CFRA, it was like, holy cow, I'm working for CFRA, like this is, and hosting sports at six. And I was, I was only there for a few months when I I got a call from, um, I had sent in an audition tape to uh, a television station called The Score, which was then known as Headline Sports at the time, back in the late 90s. And I had sent it in like probably six months earlier and the the boss had liked what he had seen and heard but he didn't have anything at the time he just got started and then you know months later he's like hey you want to move to toronto i'm like yeah and, uh, so i you know kind of packed my bags and and left ottawa and went to toronto for a couple of years and worked there and, and then moved to vancouver because they needed somebody out on the west coast and so i kind of started up the vancouver bureau there and, um moved back to Toronto about four years later at the score and, and jumped over to TSN for a while and was there for about seven years. And they gave me every opportunity imaginable, which was uh, an incredible time. And, and then just had a, made a decision to, to go and, and move the family back to the West coast, um, in 2013. And, and here we are what in 2020, um, you know, working with Sportsnet and, um, Figured out a way to uh, finagle my way into a job with the uh, EA Sports and be the play-by-play guy for the NHL video game I played for so many years uh, on Friday nights and Saturday nights and Mondays and Tuesdays and Wednesdays and Thursdays and Fridays and I guess Sundays as well.
0: <laughs> yeah, like so. Tell us the story of how like did EA Sports approach you or did you like have to send in an audition tape or how'd that happen?
1: So you know what, Jack? They they basically like they came to my house and they said. Sobalski, like we want you we need you you're like <laughs> the guy you're the coolest for no um you know in all honesty I was I was hosting a podcast here's the long-winded version of this but I was hosting a podcast for the Canadian Football League with uh, a, a guy who's a really good friend of mine by the name of Davis Sanchez who's now a uh, CFL and NFL analyst for TSN and Davis and I we were talking one day um And he mentioned how a good friend of his was a producer at uh, EA uh, Electronic Arts and just mentioned that they were just kind of mentioned off the cuff that they were looking for a new broadcast team for the NHL video game. And that he kind of rattled off, I guess, some of the names that were going in for auditions, Um, you know, some local talent from out here in Vancouver. I thought, oh, okay, And I I just uh, huh. And I and I asked my buddy Davis. I said, "Hey, do you think you could, do you think you could ask your friend if I could get an audition?" Um, I hadn't heard about the auditions, but in this particular case, they, you know, it was like I said, "Do you think you think you could get me an audition?" He could, you know, give me a chance to at least take a swing at the plate and audition. And he said, "Yeah." So I got. I got an email a few days later from an HR individual from uh, EA and they just said, look, your name's come up and we'd like to schedule an audition. And, you know, and so they scheduled an audition for me and I went in on a day that I had got off a radio, the radio show that I do uh, at Sportsnet 650 and I drove to the studios. I also had to go catch a flight later that afternoon to, because we had a family vacation booked to Maui at the time. Cool. So it was kind of a busy day and it was an exciting day. And I went in and uh, I, I wasn't sure what to expect, but I went into this studio and they basically showed me some highlights on a little monitor. Um, they didn't. There was no audio. They just said, call it like you see it. Don't worry if you get names wrong or anything like that. There was no script that was just, just go. And, um, and so I did. And, uh, you know, I I think I was there for, I don't know, a half hour, an hour, but the producer seemed really nice. And I felt like we'd kind of hit it off and, you know, whatever the case, I'd kind of walked out of there and I thought, you know, I don't really know what the hell just happened, but, think it was fun i think it went well and and kind of you know it was like all right and then i was kind of like okay like i gotta get some kids organized because we have to go, go catch a that. plane and we have to get through customs and do all the border stuff and and all of it right and so you know the scramble was on and so we flew out and um i kind of like at the risk of sounding um i don't mean to be dismissive of it but i I think like you will quickly hop on a plane and, you know, we're in half a world away and just kind of forget about it. Right. And about a month later, um, but I, you know, I will say this, I think it popped in my mind probably at some point a few days later and I thought, you know, I felt good about it. I, I felt like I put a good foot forward, whatever happens, happens, you know, and um, about a month later, they it had gone by and they said, Hey, you know what? We've shortened our list and, name's you know part of the short and uh we should have a decision in the next week to 10 days and that's that it was like oh still at the table and uh yeah feeling good and um and then i didn't hear anything again for like another month and in my mind i think i was kind of like oh well you know what it was still nice to be considered and um and so Another month had gone by and then all of a sudden it was like, hey, we'd love to try a chemistry test with you and another talent, Um, you know, as the broadcast team, can you come back? And so like, okay, and it's like, oh, oh, this is getting serious. So I go back the second time. And as I pull up in the parking lot outside the Electronic Arts Studios uh, in in Vancouver or in Burnaby, British Columbia, i i get out of my car and who do i see getting out of his car is ray ferraro and so oh. there's ray yeah <laughs> and so like ray and i are kind of like hey and and i and i had known like it had come up from the producers that ray like they were really big fans of ray in the past and he had ray had been the third man in the booth yeah in exactly previous years and i said you know man like they're you know I think these guys are big fans of yours. So I, I I just assumed that Ray would be, you know, part of it. And so the fact that Ray was there, was like, wow, okay. Like this is, you know, I think I got a shot here in in my mind. And then Ray was like, well, look, all I know is that whatever you did last time, like keep doing it because it sounds like they really liked what you did. And so we went in and I think we were in in the booth together for, I gotta say maybe 15, 20 minutes and just kind of riffed off one another. And, um, you know, I think uh, they liked what they heard. And so it was like, all right, thanks. You know, we're testing out a few others, but that's that. And it was like, okay, cool. And and so mm, see you. And, and, um, I think like another few weeks went by maybe even another month. And, and this was like, okay, all right. And then, so I get another call almost like, you know, a few weeks to a month later. And, and now they're like, okay, we'd like for you to come in for another audition. And it's like, oh my God, now I want it, right? Like I had been pretty cool <laughs> yeah, for the exactly. first couple of months, but now it's like, okay, I feel like the finish line's here and I've passed level one and I, I beat the bad guy at level two and now I'm at level three. And it's like, okay, can I finish the game? And um, and so I go in and, you know, and this was more uh, of a conversation um from one of the lead producers a guy named david pritchett who had just said look you know you're not a traditional play-by-play guy and when you look at the history of the video game you know doc emmerich was before me who's yes. an absolute legend and before him was a guy named gary thorne who's was the voice of hockey as well in, in america for a long time and and before that was jim Houston, who's essentially the lead voice guy on hockey night in Canada. So like, you're talking yeah. about three iconic Hall of Fame play by play broadcasters. And so it's just like, look, you know, you're a bit of an unknown, we got to sell you to the executive committee. And we just want you to try a couple things here and just make sure that, you know, you can pull it off. Um, and I was a pretty high energy guy in the auditions. And I, and I just kind of wanted me to just bring it down a little bit. And so I did. And, um, and so they said, okay, well, thanks. We got what we need and, um, you know, we'll, we'll let you know. And that week was one of the most agonizing weeks (laughs) ever, um, that I was just like, Oh my God, I want this so bad. Oh my God. You know, and it was, and it took a full week and, um, And then finally a week, uh, like a full week had gone by and I got a call one morning after I had uh, finished my radio show and I was, uh, I think I was going to get an oil change. And I got a call um, from another one of the lead producers, Sean Ram Jagsing. And he just said, Hey, um, you know, how are you? And I'm good. And okay. I just uh, wanted to uh, ask you if you... uh, I feel about being the voice of uh, the NHL video game for EA sports. And I was like, Oh my God, <laughs> like I've done some pretty cool things in my life. Um, but getting that phone call, like that is definitely uh, a where were you moment for me in my life. Um, and you know, it's funny. Like it was, it was really emotional. And I, like I said, I I've done some cool things um I've I've covered a lot of Olympics I've covered Stanley Cups and the World Series and NBA Finals um but you know to be told that I was going to be involved in that role for you know the NHL video game franchise that I grew up playing for so many years um it just meant so much and I just wanted to treat it with the utmost respect and um yeah it was definitely a pretty cool moment
0: that, that that's awesome so like rammer just calls you and just hey you're you're the next nhl voice
1: rammer was the guy rammer was the call and uh i mean i, I then we had to kind of i had to go talk to an hr lady and work out her contract yeah. and you know, all the all the dollars and the dot eyes the and find out just how much you're gonna work and it's like oh i have to you know, you know okay <laughs> but uh but it was cool it was it was very cool the, the process leading up and agonizing at times but i think it started in the end of May was when I went in for an audition, and I think I got the word in, I think it was mm, end of September, beginning of October. Cool. So it took a while.
0: So give give us a little ballpark of like, well, here, I'll start with the question of what's the recording process like? Of, well, like, um, all the names and stuff.
1: Well, I mean, everything's there's so many different layers to the game, right? So I think what you're what you're asking a little bit with the names, um, we call them phone book days. And actually, it's funny enough that I actually just did uh, about four sessions in the last uh, couple of weeks where, you know, you you rattle off names. And so there's and I rattle off maybe like, you know, 12 to 1300 names in a day in a a four hour voice session. Yeah. And it's. You know, and you and you have to make make sure you are saying them at the same inflection consistently. So you don't want it to sound like something from the mid '90s when you first started splicing, or uh, or one of those robocalls that are asking you the to uh, hand out money right away, or you're gonna go to jail for some CRA scam. Um, but it's you know it, you know compared to the you know you don't want to sound like passes the puck over to Smith and over to Jack and he finds James. Um, You know, you want it to sound consistent. You want it to sound like it's in the moment. And so, you know, for me and my approach and Jack, you you play the game. So you probably heard me on the calls, but I I take more of a a high energy approach. Like it's, it's an intense call. Right. And so, Like to me, I, that was the approach I took with the audition that I want it to feel like it's a big game because I played the game. I want my game to be intense because if I'm playing the video game in that moment, nothing's, nothing's more important in that moment. Right. Exactly. Even if you're babysitting, like you've taken priority with the video game over whatever kid you're looking after. (laughs) Right. And so in this particular case, it's, we'll go into the voice booth and it's, you know, it's. Passes the puck to Jack. Passes the puck to Gretzky. Passes the puck to Lemieux. Passes the puck to Savolsky. Passes the puck to Jones. You know, and it's and you've got to maintain that inflection, and you know, so you've got to stay consistent on that. And so um, those are grueling days because you got to maintain your energy, and then you want to make sure you get the names right too. And sometimes there's yeah. no pronunciation game and guide for <laughs> as and as somebody like my last name Savalski, like. You know, a lot of people kicked that around when I was a kid and it was a very unique name. Now, not so much. But, you know, when I was a kid, it was. And now there's so many, so many more diverse names from around the world as, you know, we as a country and as a continent here in North America have become more diverse. And as the game has become more global and diverse, that's a good thing. And so... A lot uh, of names. Forces, <laughs> it, it's a lot of names that you're like oh my god you know and then like man there's like you know there's eight letters in cebulski but like there's there's some names out there that like double the letters uh in last names so i want to make sure and i i try to take pride in making sure i get them right i want to make sure i try to hit those accents for the most part and get those right and Uh, try to dust off my rusty French and and make sure I get those names uh, as well. But um, yeah, I I think that's, that's something that I've tried to, uh, so that's one element of the game. And then it's the stitches of, or we call them stitches, but you know, in terms of each context of a phrase. So, you know, you, if you're trying to pass the puck to the right winger, you know, you want to be consistent um, and you want it to be normal. And, and normal to a sound of where it's passes the puck to the right side, moves the puck to the right winger. You want to say it differently enough so it's not the same call all the time. So we might do five to ten different versions that are subtle. Subtle to when you're playing where, you know, you don't, like, they allow us to have some fun and be creative. And that'll come organically. But every once in a while, like, they'll have to rein rain me in just to – just to make sure that it doesn't pop too much, right? So it's like, pass the puck to the right side, passes the puck to the right, moves the puck over to the winger, Uh, moves the puck over to the right side with a side of fries and a whole lot of cheese and gravy. Wait a minute, we'll call it a poutine, right? And and if you're playing the game, you'd all of a sudden go, what the HD double hockey stick is he talking about? Like, who would say that in a game? And so you want to be mindful of that as well, but they allow us to kind of improvise and play a lot with it too.
0: That's awesome. So give our viewers a little ballpark of like how many hours it takes. How many hours of recording did you do to the lead up of the NHL 21 release?
1: Uh, We did almost um, uh, my contract calls for me to do somewhere between 250 and 300 hours a year. So we and I wow. think we came, and I think we came pretty close to the 300 uh, this past year for NHL 21. I think there was about 300 hours um, wow. it's a lot and, and be a pro was a big, big undertaking that we worked on to grow this year. And so there was a lot of that that we worked on to dedicate. But. You know, you look at all the content that we built for year one and NHL 20 with me being part of the broadcast team and and Ray Ferraro. Um, But between between like from my own content personally that I was involved with, you know, I would say there's over 500 hours of voiced content in the video game. Uh, through the first two years combined. So, like, as NHL 21 comes out, they've taken that content from NHL 20 and they've added the additional content another 300 hours or so or close to it. So, yeah, somewhere between four... I'd say probably somewhere between (laughs) 450 to 300 hours in the video game, like, these last two years. It's it's not nothing, that's for sure.
0: You've done a bit of recording.
1: A little bit, yeah. I've I've definitely done some talking. So and shouting <laughs> the goal yeah. calls like, like those are like those are hard because like goal oh, calls yeah and like and and day's like okay we need a whole bunch of goal calls and it's like okay like when i call a goal like stars, right and I'll, I'll i'll get pretty excited and so that's where uh like i gotta pick my spots and i kind of let the crew know like like you can't do this right when we start because you know i'm gonna have nothing left in a half an hour up, so let's yeah. do let's yeah so like, let's do that on the back half or, and do it maybe in the last half hour of the day. So
0: some of my guests that I've, cause I've interviewed a few people uh, from like out in BC and Vancouver and just uh, West. Uh, and I'll, I'll tell my friends, Hey, I'm interviewing this guy. Uh, and they'll be like, Oh, cool. Uh, I'm not, I don't know who that is, but like, cool. That's awesome. And uh, any, t- like I mentioned your name, like, and they're like, Oh, that's the NHL 21 guy. Or that's the NHL guy. How does it feel to be? That's the NHL guy.
1: <laughs> it's funny. I, I don't. Um, it, it, you know, I, it's interesting because there are people that define you at certain points of your life, right? And and so I think for now, what what's cool is that there's a whole new generation um, or a whole new. Uh, world or a group of people that are kind of finding me as a personality and they will define me as you know the voice of the nhl video game which is really cool and because you know i i played the game too before before i called the game i played the game and so i feel like i can relate to a lot of the gamers that that consume the product um but you know like you know whether i lived in Uh, Toronto and maybe people listened to me on the radio at one time or when I, or I covered the Leafs, you know, 10, 12 years ago and people, you know, associated me as that, or I covered six world juniors and people looked at me as the guy who covered, you know, the world juniors for team Canada for a half dozen years. And, um, you know, here in Vancouver, it was, you know, the guy who covered the Canucks in the early two thousands and, you know, now the host of a radio show here, but, you know, and now there's also, you know, a whole group of, you know, young people and and I think there's people my age too that play the game as well. But it's yeah, it's it's neat. I I it's hard to um I, I don't think it changes anything, but I, I I think it's definitely neat when, you know, uh when people associate or they make the connection because they may not necessarily recognize you in the moment, but they make the connection all of a sudden you're like Oh wait, hey James, James! thats where I know the name. <laughs> okay, okay. Exactly.
0: Yeah, because yeah, I I know quite a few friends, and I'm sure of it. Uh, that for a lot of kids who find hockey through these NHL video games, that that's that's how they find hockey. That's how they grow up with hockey. So yeah. now, like to to a lot of kids, like I I say Canada, but even like in the states and. I'm not sure about the play of Europe and stuff, but like at least in North America for a lot of kids and I take kids, but yeah, for a lot of kids, you are the voice of hockey, which is like, it's gotta be so cool. Like, you know, that's.
1: You know, I, I never, I never really thought about it like that. Um, Thank you. I think. Um, No, no, it's it's. it's, it's (laughs) Yeah, no, it's, it's flattering. And, and, you know, I, I think that's, um, yeah, no, I, I think the one thing I tried to do with this game is, and I think maybe what's different for me doing the game compared to uh, Doc Emmerich in the past or Jim Hewson or Gary Thorne is that I played the game. And, and i and maybe i'm completely wrong here but i don't know how much doc or jim was, or gary played <laughs> right and but like i i i grew up on the game or or at least to a degree that as a teenager you know playing nhL 94 and and you know 95 and and then, you know, you go away for a couple of years and then it's like, OK, I'm going to get the PC version and play NHL 98 and then you know NHL 2002 and NHL 2003 and 2004. And then, you know, skate away for a few years and then come back NHL 7 and, you know, you know play a couple of years and then go away. And but like over like we're talking, you know, a period of 25 years and and more that the franchise has been around that. I, I feel like I have been part of it playing it and so um it it's pretty cool to be able to and i and I hope I'm doing the game uh, and I hope I'm doing the sport uh, a proper service and um you know it's really cool to be able to have my name in a video game uh <laughs> and, and and I know a few buddies of mine that have asked to get their last names in the game as well and that's the one fun thing where I'm like <laughs> all right I'm gonna give me your name yo oh, let's put your let's get you that name in there so yeah, so they're totally self-serving as well to feed our egos, and uh, yeah, it's been cool.
0: So as a, a sports broadcaster, how's it been, like obviously the pandemic, how's it been working at home, or have you been going into studio?
1: No, I haven't been in studio in, since March, um, wow. and so I've been working from home, and I think one thing that we've figured out uh, from a broadcast standpoint and, and from the video game standpoint is I think we've all kind of learned that we've got the technology to be able to do this remotely. And, you know, all of a sudden people figured out, uh, you know, Zoom and, and Google Hangout and Google meet and, and house party and, you know, all these different, uh, all these different formats that are, that are available to us and, you know, with broadcast equipment and technology and editing and, um, you know, we've been able to pull this off and and that was something early in the game with, with the video game that, Hey, look, when the pandemic hit and we realized that we can't go into the studio, um, they sent me the microphone I've been using for the last couple of years. And they sent me, um, you know, a, a wall of foam to help the acoustics and, you know, and uh, a whole lot of Ethernet cable. And <laughs> um, yeah, and we've been able to figure it out. So, you know, I, I think back to, you know, in the spring when it first really hit and everybody with the kids were home from school and, um you know we were all working from home as well and and trying to just make sense of this um we were able to pull it off and and i'm gonna say that you know like there was probably half the content we did for the video game uh that we did from and if not half at least a third anyway of of the gaming content um for this past year like because we went from i'm gonna say we did uh, we voiced from august uh or sorry, April, May, June, July, August. So at least there was at least five months of of recording.
0: Wow. So how do you think this whole pandemic is going to change the landscape of just journalism in general, but uh, especially like sports broadcasting?
1: Well, I think what you're going to see is I think you're going to see companies look at travel and say, we don't need to do that as much anymore. I think that'll probably change things from a sports broadcast standpoint where I think you'll see companies saying, you know, we don't need to send our play-by-play team to um, to Denver, Colorado anymore for this game because we don't need to, because of the cost of what you'd spend on a hotel for each broadcaster yeah. and, you know, and a flight. And so all of a sudden you can say, you know, in what would cost probably, you know, Two to five thousand dollars in expenses for to to do a game for travel costs. You could probably start looking at saving anywhere between a quarter of a million to a half a million dollars over the course of the year on an individual's travel bud budget. Right, so I think that's going to. I think you're going to start seeing broadcast being done more remotely, um, or at least being done in studios, as opposed to being done at the rink and the energy, which, you know, I'll say this selfishly speaking, as a, as somebody who got into the business and wanted to be on at, at the scene where all the action is um, that'll take a lot of the romance out of it. Um, But I think it has certainly shown the ability to say, okay, you know what, we don't need to have everybody in the studio all the time. And I think there'll be a little more flexibility to allow people to work from home more longer term.
0: And my last question for you, uh, do you have any advice for a kid like myself who wants to have a future in sports broadcasting?
1: Um, You know what, if, if you're serious and you're passionate about it, uh, you know, go for it. You know, I, I think I got into the business at a time when, you know, it seemed like the walls were crumbling and, and I was, you know, it was the early to mid 90s. And there was a recession for our country uh, here in Canada at the time and and I remember listening to this radio. Uh, this you know, in, the, in our college program, there was a, a radio panel, and there was like seven guests that came in, and they were alumni, and they were all different walks of life. And one of them was Gord Wilson, who you know, is the analyst for the Ottawa Senators. <laughs> yes. And like you know, and I was eighteen at the time, and I'm like, I want to be like Gord, right? Like I, I mean, I grew up listening to Gord. I, I mean, Gord is somebody I admired, and a, uh, and a colleague, and I would consider Gord a friend now too. Um, but I you know, Gord was sitting there at the one end and his hands behind his head and his feet up. And it was like, he was just like, man, I get paid to travel around North America to call hockey games. I got the best job. I'm like, damn, right. Yeah. I'm like, you're (laughs) the best. And, and there was a bunch of other broadcasters from, from across the landscape and executives and, And then there was uh, another guy who I actually wound up working with, a guy named John Krupe, who sat at the opposite end of the table. And and John was uh, the parliamentary reporter at uh, at Shea 106 at the time. And I remember John kind of like, what are you guys doing here? Like, there's no jobs. And if you want to make $7 an hour and, and, you know, work overnights, then okay, get into the business. But like, what the hell are you guys doing? This is crazy. And it was kind of like, motivation I, I, I'm like yeah well that was it. it was it was but that was the business at the time right and, and I think you know in a lot of ways John was kind of being very honest and you know I was kind of like I don't want to hear that I want to hear more about from Lord over here and um and and you know like I have seen I've seen the highs and I've seen the lows in this business having been doing this now for 25 plus years um, you know I think I think in some respects it requires, depending on what you want to do from a broadcast, it requires there's an element of talent and natural ability, I think. But I think if you want it and you want to work at it and you know to be able to do that, you can. Um, you have your, you know, now, especially now, like the technology allows for everybody to be able to do it, you know, with microphones and computers and you know, obviously the internet. Uh, yeah. editing capabilities that you can now, now I think by going to school and it helps shape you and you're going to, and you can develop and how to develop your own style and your approach, but your proper technique. I mean, that'll make a difference too. But um, I think if you want to be passionate and be prepared to work, I, I think if you show you've got a good work ethic, you've got some talent and, and you're adaptable. And I think that's something that be, be willing to be adaptable I think you can you can find it. Like it's not going to happen overnight. It, like you're not going to be a star or you're going to be successful or you're going to have um, you know, you're going to be in demand, you know, within a week or two. But yeah. I think you know, it takes it takes some time. You know, you pay your dues, you work your way up and you know, and if you show that you're working hard, like you can't noticed, you know. If you're, you know, it might take a year or two, might even take 3 years, but You know, if you show that, you know, you're willing to kick ass and and put in the time, Um, you know, people, bosses, executives, they like people who are willing to work hard, people that are driven that, you know, especially in those early days. And I I found out the hard way at times, too, that, you know, don't say no to stuff when you're young, you know, you want to get you want to turn off a boss early, like take those opportunities. Hey, look, we need somebody to 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 do a report on a mop. I'm in, you know, uh, sign me up, you know, and, and I, I made that mistake once when I was young and I, I wanted to do all the things at first and, and I did for community television, but I remember there was, you know, leading up to a busy weekend for a bus strike and I had tickets to go to a wrestling event and I wanted to go to the wrestling event. And, you know, they were like, we need you to be on call for in case this uh, bus strike goes down and it was like, eh, you know, and I can't really make it and kind of tied up. And and they were like, okay, yeah, no problem. And then like I didn't get any hours for like a month. <laughs> and and I went to talk to the boss about it. And they're like, Well, you know what? You didn't really seem like you want to do this anymore. And it was like, Oh, are like, you know, you're either in or you're out. And so it kind of forced me to kind of pull up my socks and but it also changed the perception at that radio station at the time of me. And I feel like that was hard to shake. And it wasn't until I wound up going to, you know, another radio station that you know, I really kind of was able to to show what I could do and improve and build. And, um, and then it kind of started to accelerate from there. But, you know, I put in some time, but it was also a good lesson to learn. Like, you know, when I always had success when I worked hard and when I didn't, that became failures for me. Does any like, of that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of? Yeah. Maybe.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure.
1: All right. What's the jersey hanging up in the back?
0: Jersey, Eli-
1: Oh, Eli- Pedersen.
0: Elias Petterson. It's the. Uh- here, I can-, I can grab it if you want. That's okay. That's all right. It's the uh, hockey. St- it's the. Is yeah, it here? It's the, the 50th anniversary
1: one. one. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's a, that's a new one. Do so you like Petey, you-, you like PDA. Yeah,
0: I-, I I really like the jersey and. Uh- I saved up like Lid's gift cards for like three years and I got two jerseys. I got uh my gift cards. I got a Mark Shifley, the like the baby blue jets yeah. in like script okay. font. Got Pretty that cool. one. And then I got yeah. the uh, hockey stick.
1: And you got PD. One. Yeah. EP40. Yeah. yeah. He's kind of the franchise player out here. Yeah. Uh, and then you got, and is that a Senator's hoodie that you've got on?
0: No, this is a hockey oh, team okay. I played for a few years okay. ago.
1: So who's your yeah. team then?
0: Uh, so I got the Jets gear. I got the uh, Sens gear. I live in I live in Ottawa. I got the uh, Canucks gear. I'm a Toronto Maple Leafs fan.
1: <laughs> You're joking? <laughs> no. <laughs> How do you become a Leafs fan uh, in a town that has the Senators? Or have you just grown up that the Senators have always been bad since you've been growing up?
0: Well, my dad, because he grew up in the time where the Sens didn't exist, uh, and. Yeah. It was either choosing between the Ottawa or uh, the Montreal Canadiens or the Toronto Maple Leafs, and he chose the Toronto Maple Leafs because they're the mm. English-speaking team. Uh, and then when Ottawa came, he just didn't shoot, uh, He didn't change. Uh, he stuck yeah. with his Leafs. And then, yeah, I grew yeah, up in the same house. With him, it's, so. it's
1: funny. That's I, <laughs> I feel like Ottawa sometimes gets stuck in a little bit of that no man's land where exactly. You know, it was funny because I was in Ottawa when when obviously the senators landed and they were bad for several years before they finally figured it out. But I was, um, you know, there are a lot of people that you were either a Habs fan or a Leafs fan. And there are a lot of Habs fans in those days because yes. they won all the time. And, um, but it, it, it's, it's funny, like Ottawa still gets stuck in that rut where there's still a lot of traditional and it might, it's probably going to take at least another generation or, or maybe even two for when you've got two franchises that have been around for a hundred years.
0: And um, then you got this 25, 27 year old franchise.
1: Yeah. And, and and they gotta be better, right? Like they've got to be better and they play in an arena that is, you know, I mean, it's easy for you to get there, but five minutes away from my house. (laughs) Yeah. And that's, and that's awesome. But like, you know, you think about the overwhelming majority of the population of, you know, Eastern Ontario and and Ottawa's. And it's not even so much downtown, it's, you know, you look at all of it, like, a perfect example that if you're coming from, if you're going from anywhere east of Bayshore, like, it might take you an hour to get there.
0: Yeah, right. And,
1: and it's good. terrible. Like, <laughs> no, it's, it's it's not like, I remember, like, as somebody who grew up in the east end in Gloucester, like, I, I mean, it would, it should have been a dream come true to cover games. And it was, but man, like they were like, I had to leave to go to games at four o'clock. Right. And, and that was like, you know, I, I know I also wanted to get there earlier, but I, like, I had to prepare Still, yeah. to get, I had to prepare for at least an hour and a half to get to the games. And like, that's crazy. And how long that takes. And and, and then to be able to go home. So If you think about it, that if you are um, a business person, you're in town and, you know, you're staying downtown and it's like, oh, you know what? There's a hockey game tonight. That sounds great. Now, maybe the first time you go, okay, let's get out there and we'll grab a cab. And then all of a sudden you're like, holy cow, like that took, you know, that cost a hundred dollars to just get here. And that took over an hour and we barely made puck drop. And now we got to how are we getting home? Well, we're gonna have to call a cab or we're gonna have to take a bus and and that's going to take another hour to an hour and a half and you're like, you know what, I'm never doing that again. And unfortunately, it it is what it is, but especially they get government city. Yeah. And I just think that, you know, like if you're coming from Gatineau, like you're coming, like you got to head west. If you're coming from Nepean, you got to go west. If you're coming from downtown, you're going west. If you're coming from Gloucester, you're going west. Orleans, you're going west. It's almost easier. Like if you live in Cumberland or Orleans, it's almost easier to go to a Habs game. Yeah. Like, which uh, is, uh, is absurd. Should not like for twenty not, minutes longer. You're at the you're at the Bell Center, right? And yeah. like that's and that's like holy land from a hockey standpoint. So yes. that's what the Senators they they've got to figure that out. And hopefully, you know, I I hope the Senators. I I wish nothing but the best for the Senators. But they need that arena to get. They need a new and, arena and they need a. Downtown. And they
0: had it too. They had it in their clutches. It was They were supposed to put that right by the War Museum in yes. Lansdowne. Well, they were beautiful. supposed to do
1: that 30 years ago. And you know what? City council shot it down.
0: Yeah, but they had it. They had it. And then, you know, they didn't.
1: Yeah. <laughs> there were some city councilors back in the early 90s that they wanted to build that arena then at LeBreton Flats. And they said no. It was a stupid decision then. And they fumbled it again. Uh, well, it wasn't the city can- city this time around. But yeah. It was a pretty silly owner that uh, <laughs> Yeah, hopefully he sells one day.
0: Hopefully. Well, nice thank you so much.
1: You,
0: yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on our podcast. I really appreciate it.
1: Thanks for hanging out with me.
0: I had a great time. So uh, coming up next, we have another segment of Hockey Talk with Owen O'Kane. Uh, we'll be back in a, bit, a little bit.
1: The Owen O'Kane? The
0: Owen O'Kane.
1: Now that's a name that we'll have to get in the game at some point, right?
0: Yes. Yeah. Uh.
1: Moves the puck, Bailey, over to O'Kane. Oh, and he missed the empty (laughs) net.
0: Yeah, it sounds about right. All right,
1: there we go. See you, Jack. Thank you so
0: much. I appreciate it. Welcome back to the Blue Line Report. I'm now joined by my good buddy, Owen O'Kane, for another segment of Hockey Talk. How are you, Owen? Good, good. How are you, Jack? Hey, couldn't be better. We got a bunch of new jerseys to review today. The NHL reverse retro jerseys all came out uh tuesday no no today's tuesday monday uh monday they all came out monday so now we're gonna review them for you and uh if you don't agree with our opinions because you know it's fashion and fashion is subjective let us know we want to hear your opinions uh hit us up on twitter and instagram so uh let's let's just get into it because we've got uh 31 jersey to go through so uh let's start off with we're gonna go be going through alphabetical order as well so just uh, in case you didn't in case you want to do that. So let's start off with the very controversial. We start off with quite a few controversial ones. Start off with the very controversial Anaheim Ducks, Mighty Ducks low jersey. What are your thoughts? The Anaheim
2: Ducks jersey. Well, so if you go outside and go into downtown Anaheim and you're just like, hey, what should we make our reverse retro jersey? Something we had. Like two, four movies and a TV show after, or an or uh, something something almost like that, but way stupider, and people are gonna be like, no, bring back the Mighty Ducks jersey. It's amazing, and they and they brought back the jumping duck. Like some some of the jerseys are really plain. I at least they tried on that one, but it's 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 not it, you out of 10 I I'd, I'd give it a I'd give it a 4 just cuz they had effort.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll give it to Anaheim. They're very creative with this one. Uh not my favorite. It's it looks like something I'm fine with it if the reverse retro. I and I'm not sure cuz we haven't seen the reverse retros before, but if the reverse retro is going to be like once or twice thing, I'm fine with this being a jersey. It, it's all right. It's not great, but it's cool. Like it's, it's creative. It's unique. If they wear it like twice a year, whatever. I I like. Like it's cool. Look, it's a cool concept. It's just, it's not a regular NHL jersey. It doesn't look like an NHL teams. It looks like an e- ECHL's, uh, special night. Jersey or something.
2: exactly like those ones with a Santa Claus
0: suit on it yeah those exactly are- it's it looks like a specialty jersey and for that I think it's great but if the reverse retro is going to be a normal thing I'm not really liking this I'm probably giving it a 5 out of 10 probably not my favorite obviously because 5 out of 10 but you know it, it's creative and I think it could work if it was only used in minimal amounts uh but yeah so it's very controversial one. A lot of people love it or hate it, and this one is quite the same. You either love this one or hate this one. We're going to the Arizona Coyotes. Well, what are your thoughts? Do you like it? Well, it's
2: – so, from what I can – like, it's, it's – it's the Arizona Coyotes. They don't really put much effort into, into uh, trying to make a team.
0: No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Here, this k- 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 Coyotes All Coyotes fans that watch us, uh, sorry about that. I mean, there's probably not, probably not many of you. Uh, but uh, yeah. yeah, sorry about that. Wait, uh, continue yeah. on. Make fun King. of Jersey, Here. not the, not the team. Okay, sorry about that. Technical difficulties again because Owen forgets to plug in his computer. You know, <laughs> rookie mistake, and that's I why I host you. the podcast, I and that's you. why. And that's why I host the podcast, not him.
2: So let's go back to the Arizona Coyotes jersey. <laughs> You're going gonna- to rip your assistant like
0: that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I can do whatever I want. It's my show. Okay. Uh, and there's no guest here, so I don't necessarily have to be respectful to you. So, uh. <laughs> um, But back to the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, you were making fun of the Coyotes for being an awful franchise. Uh, let's talk about the jersey, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just –
2: it's a good. It's a good jersey. It's. I like what they did on the bottom with the like the the cactuses and the like the mountains. The logo they could have. They could. I. I like. I like the 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 logo. Really. I like it a bit, but the ones they had last year, with the like the kichi, the kachima with the with yeah, the that's stick. a beautiful jersey. Ooh, ooh, add that to this jersey. You're set. You're. It, it's good. Okay,
0: so what's your grade out of number grade? One out out of ten. ten.
2: I'll give this one a seven, a solid seven. Solid.
0: Wow. Yeah. So I'm gonna go at the opposite end of the spectrum and give it a one out of ten. This is an ugly jersey. Okay, so it's a purple jersey, and alone, purple jerseys in sports—they're underrated. They look pretty good. They They do, but that's an ugly logo. Like, the full coyote, that's fine. I I like the full coyote because it's unique. This one is just ugly. And that's only the top half of the jersey. Let's get to the bottom half of the jersey. They tried to do a desert scene. That does not belong on a hockey jersey. That does not belong on any type of sports jersey. That looks like some custom-made jersey that you could get from, like, China or something. It doesn't look like a real NHL jersey. I won't – that's not a real NHL jersey. I don't – I can't believe that's going to be worn on NHL ice. That's a disgrace. You know how people say, like, in the future, when we look back at older jerseys, what were they thinking here? That's what we're going to be asking here. What are they thinking? This is an ugly jersey. One out of ten for me. Arizona blew it on this one, and I believe this is the worst jersey out of the bunch. Really? Yep.
2: That's, that's, uh, uh no, there's there's some worse ones. There's some worse ones.
0: Owen just typed, uh, <laughs> texted me to say, there's no Coyotes fans to see the jersey. <laughs> just making for our Coyotes. Again, sorry to all Coyotes fans listening to that. Or, uh. Really oh. sorry about that. Uh but let's go to our next jersey, the Boston Bruins. Now, from a really ugly jersey to a pretty solid jersey. I really One like this jersey. Ten. One out of ten. One okay. out of ten. Please explain to me why this is an ugly jersey.
2: It's plain. What what are you trying to do? It's plain. Sure, you brought back the side logos. Anyone could just slap an old side logo on the jersey and just call it a jersey.
0: I'm sorry. It's like, is the it's a new skating sh- sh- yellow. I'm what sorry, did it? we not add enough desert scene for you? Uh,
2: yeah, you know, slap some slap some like beer and some Boston scenes on it. I would re- <laughs> no, no, put but Fenway in, at the bottom of the uh, yeah Fenty gardens, Fenway. In, in all fairness, though, like sure, I see what they're going for, but I don't, I don't like it at all. I give it a one really? out of ten. Like if I they put the, the logo on the side, if they had put that in the middle with like a different shade of yellow, that would have looked better. I'm giving this like. 1 to of 10. If I keep explaining it, I'm going to talk myself into it like a 0. 0.5. It's.
0: I. Oh, I And as a Leafs fan, this pains me to say, but this is a beautiful jersey. I love the older logo. It's not changed by much, but it just changes a little bit, and it makes the world a difference. It's a beautiful yellow. The Bs. The, there's no difference on yes, this one. The B, a, on a, the, okay, on the other one, the B is curved a bit more. Yes. And, and this that's is it. And there's no difference. It's beautiful. It's, it's a there's B. a difference. There's a difference, I promise you. 7 out of 10. Not the greatest jersey, but oh, what a beautiful, beautiful. That's as much as I'm giving to any Boston Bruins jersey. So Boston did really well as a Leafs fan. It's got like that a mustard color from that Nashville jersey back in 01. This See, is a lot better horrible. than Nashville. Anyway, let's go next to our Buffalo Sabres jersey. What are your thoughts on this one?
2: <laughs> By my reaction, you could tell. I don't really like it. The you don't two like it. Swords? It? Like, the two swords in the middle? They could have brought back that one, like, the, like, jumping buffalo. They could have brought back, like, so many Buffalo Sabres jerseys that are amazing. And they come out with a new logo. It's it's all
0: will 3 A 3 it really? does yeah so and why white
2: why not make it like the, my recommendation make it all blue like and then, kind of like this blue make it like this blue and then and then in the middle have like that red buffalo that like back from like oh four oh five, and then have on really? the yeah and then have and then on the bottom have red and then yellow Like a red, like lines, and then a yellow middle. The Buffalo neighbors are blue and
0: yellow. They should not have red and yellow
2: yellow in it. And then same thing on the sides. And then they should add like that, that like whatever logo they have. They should add it on the side patches.
0: That would be nice. Buffalo, I love you, and I want to stick up for you because I never want to go with Owen on this one. But I feel like I have to. Like I like the logo. I like everything about the jersey. I'm just not a fan of wh- about the uh, the buffalo at the bottom. I'm gonna give you a five just because I love the logo. I love th- everything about the jersey. Just the buffalo really bring- brings it down, and I'm not a huge fan of white jerseys. I'll give it the
2: buffalo—they have fans, and they're dedicated fans.
0: The so buffalo, Buffalo, uh, they – I really like the jersey. I'm not a crazy huge fan of the white jerseys. But, you know, I, I think it works well here. I think I prefer the white jerseys over the gray jerseys. We'll get to that in a second. But, uh, yeah, I, I like it. It's it's a five just because that Buffalo, though. So, uh, we'll go on to our next one, mm. the Calgary Flames. What do you think about this one? This – Eight and a half.
2: Eight and a half. Everything's there. I just, I'm an Oilers fan, so it can't be a 10 I can't, or I higher can't, than a 9.
0: I can't believe you, Owen. <laughs> what? How did you not put this at 10 out of 10? This is a I'm an Oilers jersey. fan. I'm Fair an enough. Oilers fan. Fair enough. This is a beautiful jersey. They, it's buzzy, right? What's? Dang, it's right here. It's uh, it's, like, I, like I, I like the horses. Uh, what's I his like name? What's his name? Yeah, is it, his name? It's uh, is it is it, it's, it's Buzzy uh, something or.
2: It's not Buzzy. It's uh. You search that up. I'll uh, talk. Okay. Yeah. Here. I,
0: I need to. Go yeah. Through. Uh, Calgary, a beautiful jersey. Everyone's been asking to bring back the horse it's beautiful like i'm usually not a fan of the v but it's so minimal that who cares like that's really the only um that's really the only thing that's holding this back from not being like a thousand out of ten it's a beautiful jersey i love that logo and then side patches with the white chef's kiss it's beautiful Blasty, mm-hmm. blasty, that's blasty, blasty. They brought black blasty, Stupid and I'm all here ball. for it. Blasty's amazing. I love him, and I might, I want to collect a jersey from every Canadian team, and I don't have a Flames jersey yet, so yep. I might have to. Uh, no, I don't. But Oilers are last on my list because you know Owen. <laughs> Just- uh you're a disappointment. I'm a disappointment. I'm sorry. Uh, wow. but yeah, I mm-hmm. might have to, might have to save up some money to grab that. cool it's a beautiful jersey, and I. It's yeah, nice, but I amazing. like the
2: Oilers, so I can't give it a ten. I'm sorry. That's fair. That's 10. fair.
0: We'll go on next to the Carolina Hurricanes, who uh, went back to the Hartford Whalers. What are your thoughts on this one? One,
2: one. A one. A one. Really. One. Why are you adding gray? Why, like you have a, you have a past franchise with an absolutely amazing jersey that they had back then. Who cares if they played in a mall? They were they were sick. There was a sick jersey, but you try and make a reverse retro one, and you add gray to it.
0: I'll give you the that. Gray? Like, I'm not a fan of the gray, but I got to give this a six at least. This is a beautiful jersey with, with if it was just white, be a perfect, like, it'd be eight. Eight on my scale just because it's the Hartford Whalers. So classic, yeah, so iconic. It. But it's, it's gray, so it's going to be a six for me. I'm not a huge, like I said, I'm not a huge fan of the gray. But the side patch with the whale, and obviously it's just a perfect jersey, but it's gray. So... I'm gonna give it a gray number and uh, go with a six out of ten. Let's go now to the Chicago Blackhawks. What are your thoughts on this one? Oh, I'll, I'll give this
2: one a seven. Like I, I like what they did with the jersey. I just don't really like the logo. Well, that's all I kind of have to say. Yeah. Seven. <laughs> uh, yeah, funny. I don't have.
0: I don't have much to say about this one. Like you, uh, like you yourself. It, it's it's pretty. If it was a Hart for a Whalers jersey, it'd be gray. It's just pretty, pretty boring. It's you know, yeah. it's pretty boring. It's it's a Blackhawks jersey with a cool logo. It's a seven for me. Uh, like it's it's good. It's a good jersey. It's just nothing too inspiring. So I mean, there's not much to talk about there. Uh, let's go now to the Colorado Avalanche, otherwise known as the Quebec Nordiques. <laughs> Do you like this jersey?
2: I'll give this one a nine. I'll give it a nine, and you're probably wondering, why not a 10? It's why not it's a 10 the, It's the white that's bringing it down. Why the white? Why white like why a white jersey? make the make like make it just blue, just make it blue, bring back the, the just bring back the old jersey. make it the same. but you know yeah, a nine's pretty good grade for that i'll I'll stick with a nine.
0: So this is going to be a very unpopular opinion because I know a lot of people love this jersey. It's going to be a three for me. I think it's ugly. Everyone hate
2: Jack in the comments.
0: <laughs> I I'm not a fan of the of the I don't know what it's called, but it's Come the, on. Well, how do you not like it? It's it's the I'm not a fan of the the Quebec, I don't know what it's called. I know it symbolizes French the flower? Uh, it's yeah, a, it's the flower. flower. Let's call it the flower. flower. Uh, yeah. I'm not a fan of the flower. It's kind of ugly. It brings the jersey down. I'm not a fan really? of the maroon. I'm not like I'm not a I fan know. of the maroon. I wish they just stuck with the red. It's an it's an okay. Maybe three is too harsh. Probably like four. Yeah. Maybe four point five is gonna be my grade. it's three's not, a, it's not amazing. It's not completely garbage. Uh it's it's pretty it's below average. It's it's meh. Meh. Uh, uh, meh. Neck. Uh we'll go next to the Columbus Blue Jackets. It's a very controversial jersey. This might like be it?
2: a bit unpopular. I'm gonna give this one a two. I
0: really
2: I just, that old jersey, that was absolutely terrible. What is that logo? That's horrible. It, it kind of it's it looks like a Washington... It literally looks like a Washington Capitals jersey with the stars on
0: it too. It looks does. Like a Washington I'll give you, you that. It does. Except it does. for a
2: different logo.
0: I it's love like, it though. The Capitals it- have beautiful jerseys, and now Columbus has beautiful jerseys, oh. and I love that logo. It's pretty freaking amazing. I just noticed this now. I bet you I'm just dumb and I didn't notice this forever, but. The the star like the stripes in the logo say C and B and then the hockey stick says J. Pretty clever. I never picked that up. Oh, I see it now. Oh, that's I never picked that up. Well, that's that's, that makes it cooler. That's that's so so hard to see. Eight, eight. Eight. Great jersey. I love it. Let's go now to the Dallas Stars. Let's. You want to say your uh uh out of ten rating. Three, two, one, one. Six. A six? How do you call this jersey? I like what they did with it. I don't get me wrong. Don't
2: get me wrong. It's not. I a don't like jersey. what
0: they it's did with this.
2: it. I like what they did with it. Except for the white again. It's the white again. They're, it's white's just a horrible color to have on a jersey unless it's an away jersey. Like make it like make it like that bright green. Did you see their alternate jersey? That's I love so that. It's cool. beautiful. If they like those designers should get a raise for that. And then and then this one? Eh. They, they like why add white? I don't I don't like the white. It, it, I don't like it. It's they no white, please. Make make
0: like a like Dallas. a Alice. You you have announced two new jerseys this year. One beautiful in the neon green new alternate jersey, which is a flippin' masterpiece. I'm gonna buy that. And then you've gotten this jersey, which is ugly. I can barely see. Does it say stars? I can barely see Yeah, I know. I can barely you see have- it. Why would you have white text on white, white text t- on That's a so white? That's so weird. Jersey. Any kid who any kid in school has pre- who has prepared a slideshow on Google Slides <laughs> knows that you can't put the same font on a same colored background. You just just you can't do that. So Rainbow I text. mean if if some kindergarten kids who know colors can fix that on Google Slides I feel like <laughs> I a professional team of designers could too, but they didn't. So it's a one out of ten. It's an ugly jersey. I'm one, not oh, liking oh. it. Detroit, how we feeling on this one? <coughs> oh, you're as. I'm okay, gonna let's,
1: stay on, let's
0: stay on. Let's say on on three. Okay? okay, Three, two, one, zero, five, one. 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 Oh, Zero dude, I thought one. we were going to both say one. Oh, that would
2: have been Zero cool. point 0.1. This I is a, horrible jersey. You know, this is a horrible jersey. This is a horrible Jersey. It's a horrible Jersey. The gray stripes. It looks like a practice Jersey. They'll give the prospects just to plop on. It, it looks awful. The, see the guy, the, like if you see a picture, the guy wearing it doesn't look like he's enjoying it at all. He's like, what am I wearing? This is absolutely terrible Jersey. It's what is it? Like, the white is bringing it it's down nothing. again. I've said it's this nothing. so many times. It's like a pit of nothing and then a Red Wings logo.
0: It's uh, it's an all-white jersey with oh. some gray on it, which does not help it when it's all Gray doesn't help it either. No, it doesn't. So, you know, this is not hard to say. It's very uninspiring. It's one out of ten. And, uh, you know. Yeah, not much more to say. Uh, let's go to your favorite team, the Edmonton Oilers. How do you think they did? Well, you know,
2: the Oilers are the best team in the NHL. They're going to win the Stanley Cup. You know, okay. we all know that. Yeah, sure, sure. This sure. jersey,
0: seven, seven. Same here. I like it. I really like I the like colors. Like it. It looks. If you, cool. NFL, it, if you watch the NFL, it, if you watch the NFL, it looks like a color rush jersey. It does. If, it does. If you watched the if you've watched NFL or heck have you ever played Madden, Madden? You this looks like a color rush jersey, you know? It looks great. I like it if I'm an Oilers fan. You know, it's a good jersey to pick up. Nothing too inspiring, pretty boring, but you know, I like it. It's not it, It's it's pretty solid. It's not Detroit, so hey, it's not the worst one in the league. Yeah. Let's go now to Florida. This is a beautiful jersey. This is going to be 10 my first out of 10. ten. Yeah. 10 this out of 10. First 10 out of 10. I'm going to buy this
2: thing. I could care less if it's a child small and it looks like a crop top. I'd wear this. This is, is
0: like, I'm not a Panthers fan, but I'd wear this. This is this a nice. This is a beautiful jersey. jersey. This is a 10 out of 10. And then they brought the the palm tree logo on their side, Ooh. on their shoulders. Ooh. Oh, kiss. 10 out yeah. of 10. You you don't know what you got till it's gone. Well, I don't think anyone appreciated this Florida Panthers logo until it's gone and now it's back and it's better than ever. It is a beautiful Jersey. Florida has some of the nicest jerseys in the NHL with their white Jersey being probably the best white Jersey in the NHL. And now this potentially being one of the best retro reverse retro jerseys in the league. So, uh, (laughs) <laughs> Nothing to complain here. Yeah. The next three are all insane, back our to back to back, back to back to back. These next three are going to be insane. So uh stay tuned for that. Let's go now to our first back to back to back. L.A. Kings. Whew. This is another ten out of ten. A beautiful jersey, the purple and gold. We don't need no shoulder patches because with that logo, it's beautiful. Ten out of ten. It's a perfect jersey. Anyone who disagrees is probably colorblind because they can't <laughs> see the the beautifulness of that purple and gold. Fun fact about the LA Kings
2: jersey here: you see the crown below there, the like the Kings thing? Yes, I do. That's actually a queen's crown. Wow! They got that. The oh thanks, Owen. The owner got it from a it's Barcelona a jersey for
0: me. Thanks, the,
2: the, uh, the owner got it from a Barcelona jersey, a soccer team, and he thought it'd be really nice. Don't get me wrong; it's a nice, it's a nice jersey. It's when a beautiful. It's a, queen, it's a queen's crown. You want to know why they why they didn't stick with that jersey? They fixed it because they realized it thirty years later.
0: Wow. So why did it just ruin a jersey for me? Yeah. Still it's ten out of ten cause this is a beautiful jersey the purple and gold. it is just beautiful. Let's go to our second banger, the Minnesota Wild another ten out of ten. Oh my God, you're throwing ten out of tens like
2: everyone deserves it. I'm gonna give this one a an eight an eight.
0: This is the perfect this is probably my favorite jersey out of all of them, really. I, yep. I don't
2: really like the color scheme of it. Like, I, I love see, it. It
0: looks like I, the Minnesota okay, North okay. Stars.
2: Yes, I see what they tried to do with the North Stars, but why not put the North Stars on it?
0: Because they got still got to keep the Minnesota wild, and I think this is a beautiful blend of the two. It's a perfect jersey. Whites are usually not my favorite, but oh, have, this one, well, this one they did perfectly. They did, I love it.
2: The colors look so good, so good. If you had a North Stars thing on there, 10 out of 10. But – Like, why didn't they add it on? Quebec added – or Quebec, oh, my God. Colorado Colorado. added the Quebec thing on. Like, why can't they just slap on a North Stars jersey? People would have been like, yeah, I'm buying that.
0: It looks great. I think it's a beautiful jersey, and I think it's 10 out of 10. And probably my last 10 out of 10 for a bit. Yep, definitely my last 10 out of 10 for a bit. And this pains me to say this as a Leafs fan – all oh, these Montreal Canadiens yeah. jerseys—they are absolutely insane. I don't know. know have never done fan. it
2: before. They've again, not, how, as
0: a Leafs fan, how how have they not turned? Just
2: tried the colors uh, over? Like how have they not just put blue and red? They've never tried it before until twenty twenty. Worst year ever. Best jersey ever.
0: Yeah, this is it's a beautiful jersey. I love it. Ten out of ten. And uh, again, as much as it pains me to say, this um, man, I I don't know. This is beautiful, man. The Montreal Canadiens. If you can impress a Leafs fan this much, you you're doing something right. And uh, yeah. yeah, all power to them. They're gonna look really good. Uh, Jeff Petrie's gonna be pretty garbage. Jeff Petrie's gonna look amazing in those shirts Yeah flippin fantastic you know who is not going to look amazing in these next jerseys mark borbieski on his then. new team friend of the show mark borbieski is not going to look good on this on in these jerseys because really? they are good looking jerseys I, and i feel actual Predators. Like, i really like them <laughs> it's
2: you know I, I i it's a solid 8.5 that's a nice jersey <laughs> it it's I'd I'd buy it if it went on sale. Really, I'd I'd buy it. Yeah, it's a nice jersey. Like I like the logo. Like what they did with like the shining saber tooth tooth. <laughs>
0: I'm not a fan. Of, I'm not a huge fan of the the logo. I feel like if they would have kept the normal logo, that would have looked better. But uh, you know, if like I said, if like you said, if it's like like ten dollars at a garage sale
2: ten dollars no i never said that mm-hmm. i i'd buy it if it, i'd buy it if it went on sale
0: for like forty dollars that's nice jersey. or a friend of the show mark borbiecki hey mark uh wanted to hook hook the show up with one of those with the borbiecki predators jersey i wouldn't be opposed to that that'd be uh pretty sick that's but nice. uh nice. other than that i i'm not a huge fan of these jerseys i'm mick loving that that's a nice jersey you're mick loving it am Mick loving it that's ah, a good jersey all right, now let's go to the New Jersey Devils. The Christmas tree 10 jersey.
2: Out 10. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10, maybe even 11. That's probably the best one there. This is an insane jersey. The green. 10 out of 10? Everything right for this. They did everything right. Everything right. It looks amazing. 10 Are out of 10. Case? It could look like a Christmas tree. I don't care. I'm not
0: gonna. I'm not gonna say much because you obviously you obviously have your mind made up about this. Uh, yeah. I ge- I guess it's it's pretty good. It's not ten. Out of it 10 goes now. with the holidays it's just, too. It's seven out of ten for me. Uh, but now let's go to uh the New York Islanders home jersey. Wait, sorry. It's the retro. Yeah. No, sorry. I'm hearing from my producer now that no, that's the actual. That's actually their retro jersey. Sorry, I thought they just put in uh, the normal jersey. So, uh, like dude, it. this it looks like this looks like exactly uh, like the home jersey. Have you sure. ever been to a? You've ever like when you go to a restaurant and you see the kids menu and it's like spot the difference. This is going to be a hard one. <laughs> can you spot the difference between? the New York Islanders home jersey and the New York Islanders reverse retro Here, jersey. Here, I'm going to
2: look up the difference. Let's see. New
0: York Islanders... There's nothing. There's no difference. It's a darker blue, and that's literally it. That's what makes it, it, it so much nothing. better, though. It does
2: it? It? Looks, it looks really good. I really, really like it. Like, it just... Like, the blue they have now... Eh, what? What I looked up the Islanders jersey, and the first thing that po- po- popped up on sale was a Cal Clutterbuck jersey. Ha! Just gonna say, I'm not gonna buy a Cal Clutterbuck jersey. But, that's like, the blue they had then, I think this should be their new home jersey. It looks so good. So good.
0: Yeah, no, I, I like it. it. It's it's the Islanders jersey, and I like the Islanders jersey, but they changed absolutely nothing. Oh, so- I'll I'm give not it a good fan of it. I'll give it an eight. I'll give it an eight. It's seven. Seven. It's, okay. Okay. We're about on the same page. So let's go now to the other New York jersey. Another banger. Nine out of ten because you know the logo is really on the stomach and it should be on the chest. And I don't know why that's different, but uh, I don't you know. No. I love it. It's beautiful. Oh. That logo is Nine. gorgeous. Nine out of 10. It's beautiful. I'll give it a nine out of Nothing ten. more to say about it. It's a gorgeous logo, gorgeous look jersey. <laughs> and with Lafrenia on it, it's looking to be a gorgeous Ooh. team. Oh, yeah. That's going to look nice on that. Lafrenia. Lafrenia on that jersey is going to be insane. Yeah. And I'm excited to see that. Next, let's go to our hometown's Ottawa Senators. Owen, I'm going to give you my opinion first. And then I'll, I want to hear yours. Okay. So when I first saw this, I'm like, oh, that looks actually really good. Wait, no, you can't say that. You're a Leafs fan. No, whatever. I I run a podcast. I can say that. That's a good jersey. That's a good jersey. And then I kept scrolling and I kept looking at other jerseys. And I came back to it and then... It looked plain, didn't it? Yeah, it looks... Gee, I wonder what they did here. Uh all right. You guys know inverting colors? Yeah, that's what they did. They literally took their normal jerseys or their I guess their new jerseys, but their new normal jerseys and they just And they switched, the colors, switched the colors. And here you go. That's your jersey and it's yeah. kind of ugly. I'm not a Reverse huge fan of it. retro by like 3 weeks. The yep. retro jer- I'm not a fan of it. I'm not No, I'm not not a huge fan. This
2: jersey looks horrible. Absolutely horrible. I'm sorry, Ottawa, but what are you doing? What are you doing?
0: Way it to be creative, work.
2: Ottawa. It doesn't. Yeah, I know. I know. Way to be creative. And something I forgot to add for the Islanders: Why didn't they bring the fishermen back?
0: Wouldn't right? Fisherman, right? That, that would have been beautiful.
2: Nice. <laughs> nice.
0: <laughs> All right. Let's go now to the Philadelphia Flyers. What are your thoughts on this? I like it. It's uh, probably a seven out of ten for me. It's pretty classy. You yeah. know. I'm not a huge fan of the white, the white sleeves because, and this is my only reason, and this is only for my, is the only way it makes sense in my dumb, stupid brain. It looks like you know those dancers, like those Latin dancers who have like the white like collars that like pop up out of their like, uh, like the maraca dancers who like have maracas in their hands and they have like this big poofy stuff on their wrists. That's what I think of when I see that. And I don't know why, but that that turns it off for me. It's an ass for me because in my dumb, stupid brain, that looks like someone who plays with kinda, maracas.
2: In my opinion, kind of looks like a glow, like an outdoor jersey. It kind of looks like an outdoor jersey. Doesn't it look it like does. an outdoor jersey? Yeah, it, it does.
0: It's seven point five. All right. Uh, let's go now to the Pittsburgh Penguins. What are your thoughts on this one? I don't I, like it. I no, I don't either. It's I get what they were trying to do here, but uh, it, yeah, it's plain. It's not. Okay. It's not a great concept in the first place, and like I mean, they performed it well. It's just didn't really have to have much to go off of, and therefore it's going to get probably like a five out of ten for me. Not out grand. of
2: all the jerseys, not great. it's like fine. out of all the jerseys here, there's only two I'm going to absolutely rip into, and I've already ripped into Detroit. And there's gonna be one more. Stay tuned. I'm gonna rip into it.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna I know what jersey you're talking about, so yeah. we're gonna save that for last. I'm gonna save that one for last. Let's go now to San Jose. What are your thoughts on this one? It's it's this is the
2: one jersey Gray looks decent on. Like Timu Solani wore this jersey. he yeah, like, at the Cow he, Palace. Yeah, at the Cow Palace, exactly. Where the shirt where they've almost killed their mascot twice by burning <laughs> him and letting him fall from a ceiling. Almost yeah. fall from a ceiling. But yep. It's it's a nice jersey. I'll I'll give it an eight.
0: I'll give it an eight. Right. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I'm not a huge fan of this jersey. It's it's whatever. It's not great. It's not amazing. It's just meh. Uh, you know, we got a, We got a little, very little amount of time left. So let's uh, let's do a little speed run until we get to. Uh, the jersey that you want to rip into because I already yeah. jersey you want to rip into. Yeah. So uh St. Louis, give me your give me your grade. I'm not
2: gonna rip into this
0: one too much. One out
2: of ten. Don't really like it. Switch the colors around. Red yeah, exactly. doesn't look good for St. Louis. Exactly. I, yeah, I agree yeah. completely. Tampa. No, they should have just brought back that one where they had the lightning in the background with the like water hitting the ocean. That really? jersey, I you like know this what one. I mean? That one was sick, but this one, I I can give I can give it a six out of ten. I'll
0: give it six. Really, I I think this jersey's sick. I it's a nine out of ten for me. It's it's a really good jersey. I'm gonna skip the team that I know you're gonna rip into, uh, and let's go to Vancouver. You like it? What you oh, I wasn't gonna rip into Toronto.
2: Really? I'm what not team? gonna rip into Toronto. Oh, I, okay. I thought I don't like it. I don't like it. I'll give it a three out of All ten. Right, let's talk about Toronto then. Let's talk I'll about give- Toronto. Okay, 3 out of 10. Don't really like it, but meh. There's, there's another one that's way worse. I think I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, you better. Uh, thanks. Oh, no. I'm talking, you talking I'm talking about Winnipeg. I'm right, we'll talking there. about Winnipeg. All right, we'll get there.
0: Really? Okay. Um, Toronto. I love this jersey. I dislike <laughs> oh that. You I dislike that. I dislike that logo. If they put in the normal jersey, if they put in the normal logo, it's a beautiful jersey. Mm, but because they didn't, they didn't, they didn't, a, it's a 7 out of 10 for me. And it's oh, a little, and there's probably one extra point because I'm a Leafs fan. And I love this jersey, and Joe Thornton's going to look amazing in this.
2: And you're a Leafs fan next And I'm a Leafs fan. So,
0: you know, 7 out of 10, probably in reality 6 out of 10. If they use the other logo, it's a 9 out of 10, because that's a beautiful logo, and that's a beautiful jersey. Just the logo that they used, not a huge fan of. Let's go back to the number grades. I just wanted to give my little spiel on the Leafs. Uh, Vancouver. Vancouver, 11 out of 10. This is... So good. This is so good. I what are we looking at? The same jersey? Yes, we are. The fade going up. Like
2: I'm buying this thing when it comes out. This Florida and New York, the Islanders. This is an amazing jersey. This is so good. I love this jersey. This is this is eleven out of ten. This is like amazing. The fade they brought back like the Milan Hayduke days. These are. Good. Not meal on hey sorry. My bad. Uh he never played for them.
0: Uh, the, this what? is ugly. This is ugly. This is a two out of ten. Okay. It's ugly. I'm not a fan of the fade. It looks gross. It looks disgusting. Uh, I don't like it. Not a fan. <laughs> two out of ten. Two out of ten. Two out of ten. <laughs> Vegas.
2: Oh, oh god. This right. is how do you get Vegas to do a reverse retro? They've been in the league for five minutes. Ugly. Ugly. I don't like it. I don't like it. it. You Like, it's it's not good. It, I don't like it at all. No, move on. Like Next one. That's not good.
0: I wanted to read the little description from the Vegas Golden too. Knights. Uh, Rather than draw from the team's short history in the NHL, the Golden Knights paid homage to a pro hockey franchise that preceded them and paved the way for their existing um among existence among their inspiration are menel realm the first woman to play in the nhl who are, who wore similar striping as a member of the las vegas thunder of the international hockey league oh i don't care it still looks horrible that no but that's a good reasoning like that gives me more appreciation it's still an ugly jersey but 2 out of 10 makes me appreciate it a bit more man it was going to be crazy. 1 out of 10 they no Reum. Reum. 2 out of 10 I'll two give it a 10. That. 2 out of 10. Congratulations Vegas. You added a Manal realm who's a legend. Love to yeah. have you on the show. Uh, that'd be so no, cool. No, 2 out of 10. 2 out of 10. Uh Capitals.
2: Oh, oh, this is this is nice. This is I'll give this a 9. I'll give this a 9. This is nice. This, this is, is, is nice. I like
0: eel. it. eagle. <laughs> yeah, I I completely agree. I love the patches on the side. Uh I like it. It's a 7 out of 10 for me cuz it's not amazing jersey but cuz I don't I'm not a huge fan of the sideways capitals and I don't like having the team's name on the jersey. So, you know, it's 7 out of 10. I love the eagle. I love almost everything about this. I'm just not a fan of the Capitals and therefore that's why it's that that number. And I'm just going to get my little opinion in uh for this Jets jersey. I think it's I think it's all right. It's 4 out of 10 for me. It's no, 5 out of 10. It's kind of grown on me. I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of it. It looks pretty sick. Oh, I'm getting ready. Um this is- I'm going to sit back. I'm going to yeah. turn down my volume a bit. And, uh, Owen, do you have some thoughts on this one? Yes, I do. This is the worst jersey the NHL
2: has ever put out. Like, it would look better with mustard yellow than gray. This is a horrible jersey. Why gray? Why? The Winnipeg Jets has always been a blue franchise, and they put the polar opposite with gray. It looks horrible, absolutely horrible. I, I, lo- I, look, I love the Jets' jerseys. They're amazing. I got a Dustin Bufflin jersey right here. But, like, that is absolutely horrible. That is the worst jersey. Why – what am I seeing? Why gray? Like, it's the Jets. Put, like, bring the old jer- the old logo. Sick. Leave the old logo as it was with the same colors. Make the gray into blue. Literally just put the old jersey on. Like, this is a horrible jersey. Gray for the Winnipeg Jets. Like, um, I can't even look at that anymore. Just zero out of ten. That is horrible.
0: That is nasty. All right, I'm turning my volume back up. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure Owen was done. I put you on mute. I really didn't. Was he yelling? Owen, were you yelling? I was not yelling, but I was tearing into. You house- were yelling. Yeah, been- you're going at that voice. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. I appreciate it. Uh, thanks again to James Cebulski for coming on the show. If you liked me and Owen's opinions, uh, let us know. If you disliked our opinions, let us know. Uh, we really appreciate it. You can reach us at tw- on Twitter at Blue Line with JB or on Instagram at Blue underscore Line underscore Report. Uh, thanks, guys. We really appreciate the viewership. It's gone up quite a bit ever since we've had uh, Stuntman Stu on, and we really appreciate it. We work very hard on this. Owen gives a lot in. Uh I'd like to give a little shout out to our producer Nathan. Uh he doesn't really talk on the He doesn't talk on the podcast, but he's a huge help and he's everything I do he does and it's he does so much for us. And obviously for me I put I try to put a lot of put my best foot forward on this and I really appreciate it. All the good feedback and thank you so much. I that's all I wanted to say. So I'm sorry thank you so much
2: fans. I'm sorry, Arizona fans. And Owen
0: would like to apologize to Arizona fans. Thanks so much, guys. We really appreciate it. We'll uh, see you next week.